Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for being with us. Lovely Monday afternoon here. This is Western Pennsylvania. Kath, good to see you. I trust you had a good weekend. On the cusp of spring. Uh, spring, we are less than an hour and a half away. Oh, my gosh. When spring happens, can we play, like, happy music? Like, right in the middle of the interview? Ode to spring. Yeah, Something like, like right that. in the what, What's the time? 524. Oh, my gosh. Lexi, spring please, will be here. Please break in whatever we're doing at that time and... As long as we're not in a commercial break, I can do that. Oh, okay. just break through the commercial break. I'm <laughs> sure. Management won't mind, Look I'm sure. Look at how calmly she said that. Mm, yeah. As long as we're not in, in a commercial Spoken break. Spoken like a true you, company person. You crazy nut, uh-huh. then, of course. Yes. I like that. It's like she was trying to placate me. No, or as management. The, as the insane person that she works with. As long as we're not going to... Blow the commercials out, right. which is why we're here, John and Kathy. <laughs> Might I remind you, it's not about the ride home. Okay, all right. I'm having some. Uh, I'm having some uh, honey today here. What do you mean you're having honey? I'm having some honey. Oh. Um, <laughs> don't look down your nose at the old honey bottle. First okay? of all, you know it's crappy honey. You know that. There's no such thing as crappy I honey. Yes, there is. No, there Come isn't. Come on. You know. I'll tell it to the bees. Okay. Well, oh, bees. Hey, bees. Crappy honey. No, I'm saying that, I mean, it's the saddest looking, it's like, it, that's low end honey. How do you know I low end honey? From well, first of all, at... you don't even like honey. No, And now I don't. you're like, you know, casting shade on my honey here. I know. I'm like. Honey. No, I mean, seriously. It's lame honey. The bees, I'm sure, are proud of if their honey. If there's any honey I'm going to like. It's going to be the kind that has, is like from Fru-fru. some elderflower. Oh, <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah, something that costs you, you 35 bucks at Whole Foods. Oh, I like that, honey. <laughs> the $6 bottle of Giant Whatever. Eagle. I don't think so. You know that's my problem. You know I like frou-frou things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you're not living in a frou-frou life here. No, okay? I'm not. We're cutting it close to the bone here. We okay? are, but it's na- it's a national inter- or International Happiness Day. Mm, okay. Which is better than National Happiness Day. Okay. Yeah. We're not limiting it to the 320 Spread. million people that live here. Is that why Xi's in, uh, in Russia? That might be. He's spreading happiness. Uh, mm-hmm. He's spreading something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, there's a shovel included or whatever yeah. that's going on. I'll tell you we're that right really now. not sure. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to talk about several things coming up in uh, the 5 o'clock hour today that mm-hmm. I want to let you in on. Um, first is our friend Dr. Katie Butler is back. Uh, Katie Butler did her uh, – she's a medical doctor. She did her training in surgery and critical care medicine at uh, Harvard and Mass General. But she left her clinical practice in 2016 – to homeschool her kids. Is that wild? You, now you think, like, who would do that? You go to Harvard to become a doctor. Right. And you go, yeah, and now, here's, so now the catch is, she's homeschooling her kids while she's writing children's fantasy Which books. sounds super interesting. Anyway, Katie Butler is- We love her. Yeah, we, we have enjoyed her so much over the years. She's not held- uh, into any form she'll just make it work mm-hmm. regardless of whether she's at the top tier yep. of a medical profession or she's trying to start out as a as a like a young adult author right. and my guess is she would like giant eagle honey just saying she'd probably look at that and say you know what that's not even oh, honey right, that's right. so funny it's I mean, funny look at the label it's funny it's the same thing ingredients honey that's what it is <laughs> that's all it says ingredients honey Whatever. Okay. 
Whatever. Uh, also, in the uh, 5 o'clock hour, we'll talk about International Happiness Day. Mm-hmm. And also, Rupert Murdoch's getting married. At 92. Mm-hmm. See, I mean, never discount love. No. He's 92. For sure. His bride-to-be is 66. So, there's all that. For sure. All right. Uh, also, King Charles needs a coronation song. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you might want to put in your suggestion for that. And Ted Lasso has therapy at the White House. Yeah. Okay, we're going to talk to Greg Clugston about that in just a little bit, who will join us live from the White House. Okay, uh, all that and more on the ride home, the Monday edition. Sunny and uh, spring is here at 524, mm-hmm. so all that's good. Okay, without further ado, Kath, please, uh, the news stories of the day for a Monday. Give us the top four at four. For Monday, March 20th, John, that's today, mm-hmm. 2023. I wanted to say happy birthday to my husband. Oh, Eric. His birthday was Saturday. Mm-hmm. We had a fun, like, birthday weekend. Nice. It was really good. Did he work on his birthday? Uh, well, of course, he, it's he not like, he's birthday? not the kind of guy who sits around, but he did not play. He okay, did not good. have a gig on <clears> his <throat> birthday. Uh, so we had a ton of fun celebrating, and I want to say happy birthday, because don't you love Eric? Heck yeah. Eric is so great. Like, you don't know tier. Eric yet. I don't. Top oh, my tier. gosh. He makes us look like slackers. He really does. And he does it with a smile on his mm-hmm. face and no judgment. That's right. <laughs> Number one. China's President Xi Jinping, as John earlier stated, arrived in Moscow today for his first visit to Russia Mm. since his counterpart Vladimir Putin launched his invasion of Ukraine. Xi's visit expected to last three days. He was greeted by Putin, who commended China's growth in recent years, saying, quote, we even envy you a little. Putin also said he had carefully studied China's proposal to end the war in Ukraine. That plan, which urges respect for the sovereignty of all countries, does not call for withdrawal of troops. <laughs> okay. So maybe we can Ukraine's, occupy you. Maybe Ukraine's not going to like that very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chinese leader's visit, according to CBS News, comes amid concerns that China may be preparing to provide lethal weapons to Russia for its war in Ukraine. Uh, China denies this. It also comes days after Putin was accused of war crimes, including orchestrating the forced removal of Ukrainian kids to Russian territory. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, remember Mad Magazine, Spy versus Spy. Mm-hmm. That's what's going on. Yes, they're, they're both wiretapping each other and you know, there's a lot of nefarious things going on. That's worrisome. Number two, Fulton County prosecutors leading the criminal investigation into efforts by former President Trump and his allies to overturn the results of the 2020 election in Georgia are now looking to question one of Trump's attorneys as part of the probe. Sources familiar with the matter told ABC News. Uh, this involves Trump's attorney, Christina Bob. Uh, not clear what info prosecutors hope to gain from her, whose role in Trump's handling of classified documents is also being examined by special prosecutor Jack Smith. Good gravy. Mm-hmm. This from ABC News. Number three. Layoffs continue to hit the tech sector hard, John. Following major job cuts earlier this year, Amazon will lay off an additional 9,000 workers, they announced today. Uh, In early January, if you remember, they eliminated just over 18,000. NPR, National Public Radio, will cut 10% of its staff, according to a memo today. Uh, The company is facing a $30 million shortfall. NPR is. Mm -hmm. Yahoo will lay off 20% of its workforce by the end of the year including 1,000 employees just this week, eBay laying off 4% of its workforce, PayPal cutting 7%, IBM cutting 1.5%, Spotify slashing 6%, 
Alphabet Incorporated, the parent company of Google, will cut roughly 12,000 jobs wow. from its global workforce. And before you know it, it may be the Kathy show. I mean, what in the world? What the heck is going on? And number four, after a surprisingly terrific season, the Pitt men's basketball team bowed out of March Madness yesterday afternoon, losing to Xavier. 8473 yeah. and that's your top 4. That was, a, four. that was a rough watch, wasn't it? It was. They I were mean never at, in the, it. at the at the beginning I was like the first 5 minutes I was like, "Oh no, wait, let's let's kind of let this settle in." Mm. And then when it did settle in, I didn't like it. No. Didn't settle How in well. How about that huge white guy who looked like he was like out of Eastern European yep. central mm-hmm. casting? Mm-hmm. That guy's a beast. Yep. He was really outstanding. Just rough. And <clears throat> made Pitt look like they were 18 years old. Yep. Yeah, but it's a different was su- league. it was such a great season. Great though. season, lots I of mean, fun. Mm-hmm. None of us, nobody expected what I. No, of course happened. not. No. So I want to say congratulations to Coach Capel and how's, um, everybody there. How's your bracket? Tell me. Well, uh, my bracket doesn't look very good right now, John. Mm, but, but I have a lot of potential. You have a lot of future promise. I don't do you? have. Mm-hmm. I do have future promise. Mm-hmm. And um, Lex, how's she doing? Uh, well, Lex is in the lead right now among the three of us. Yeah, what, what you're surprised by this? Come on, a rookie. Lexi's in the lead. She's got 41 points. Does she? Um, what, what do I have? Uh, I have 31 points. Mm-hmm. I, I now this is going to be upsetting, but I'm pretty sure that you're ahead of me too. God bless me. Yeah, you have 36. Okay, all right. Well, you, but but points that you can get, you are deep into that. Yeah, right. If right. things go your However, way, however, Lexi is still like way beating me in the max because the max I can get correct is 111. Yeah, but the max she can get correct is 149. Yeah, oh, Lexi. Yeah, 149. We should make her buy his lunch or something. The if max she wins. you can get hmm. <laughs> 60. 60 me. Yeah, you're gonna. Womp, womp, yeah, I, I think John's gonna end up on the set. All right, maybe I'll have to buy lunch. We need to take a break because in the on-deck circle, we've got our good friend Greg Clugston live from the White House. We have a lot to talk about today, including uh, potential Trump indictments, arrests, the GOP reaction to that, what we talked about in China and Russia, and the cast of Ted Lasso at the White House. All right. 101.5 WORD. The current school year is not even over, but Word FM is already talking about heading back to school. Back to school! If you've ever considered sending your child to a Christian school, but the cost was holding you back, check out the WORD half-price tuition deals now at wordfm.com. Send your child to a school that's teaching them the same values you're teaching at home for the full year, but only pay for half. See the complete list of schools now at wordfm.com slash tuitions. Wouldn't it be great to work in a place that makes a positive impact on the people, businesses, and churches around you? That place exists. I know because I work there. My name is Cassie, and I'm the digital marketing specialist with Salem Media Group in Pittsburgh. Right now, 101.5 Word FM and Salem Surround have an opening for one talented salesperson to join our team. Is that you? We'll bring the training. You just bring the talent. An understanding of digital marketing and some direct sales experience will definitely help you stand out. What are you waiting for? Take the first step to a career that is challenging, rewarding, and helps to create terrific results for our amazing customers. Join the sales team at Salem Media Group Pittsburgh. Email your resume to brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. That's brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. 
Salem Media Group is an equal opportunity employer. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-746-3737. 800-746-3737. When it comes to your child's education, do you feel like you have a partner in your current school? Or is it more like you're on your own? As you look ahead to next year, now's a perfect time to consider a quality Christian education with a school who will be a true educational partner for you and your family. Many of our area's finest Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like Champion Christian School in Champion, PA. Find a school that's right for you at wordfm.com slash tuitions. We go now to the live to the White House where Greg Clarkson joins us as he does every Monday. Greg Clarkson, SRN News, White House correspondent. Greg, welcome back. Well, thank you, John and Kathy. How well, are you? Good to be here. We can't complain. It's a it's a big day. It's a shocking day, quite honestly, Greg. Uh, the indictment and perhaps the arrest of former President Trump. This is shocking uh, not only across the Beltway, but around the world as well. Uh, fill us the details about what you know where we are right now. Well, we are still awaiting, of course, any official confirmation uh, or decision from the grand jury in New York City, where the Manhattan District Attorney's Office has been pursuing um, uh, uh, an investigation into Donald Trump and a hush money situation uh, involving Stormy Daniels. This goes back to before the 2016 presidential election, where, uh, you know, there was uh, money, according to uh, Michael Cohen, who was, of course, uh, a, a former right-hand man for Donald Trump, that uh, $130,000 was paid to Daniels to keep her quiet prior to the 2016 election about a past relationship. And so here we are all these years later now, and uh, this this is the issue that the uh, the district attorney is pursuing with the, with the grand jury investigation. And as you mentioned, John, over the weekend, the president was uh, was on social media and was predicting that as soon as tomorrow he mm-hmm. could be arrested. Now, it does look and, and appear as if this investigation is winding down, uh, but we don't know exact timing on this or if, in fact, an indictment will be. Uh, will be issued by this grand jury. But it has obviously gotten everybody's attention. And uh, the the idea that there would be criminal charges against uh, Donald Trump would be a first in American history in terms of either a sitting or a former president facing these kinds of criminal charges. It's shocking. It really is. I mean, when you see what's happening in Manhattan today, they're putting up barriers for crowd yes. control. It feels as though this is a done deal. To be honest, Greg, I mean, I know people have opined about this, Democrat or Republican. It does feel as though it's political and it feels like it's an overreach. 
Right. That's that's a, a message we're hearing from a lot of Republicans, even some Republicans who aren't necessarily on the Trump bandwagon. OK, uh, they may not be never Trumpers, but they're uh, they're folks that uh, aren't necessarily, um, you know, enthused about his reelection bid for 2024. But they do see uh, this as a political process and are saying so publicly. Mm-hmm. That's not across the board, but we are hearing from a lot of Republicans who are expressing that sort of sentiment. And you're right. Uh, in terms of what we're seeing in on the streets of New York City, there are preparations by police and law enforcement. Uh, and that's primarily because of what the president was mentioning on social media over the weekend. As uh, in one of his posts, he said to his supporters that they need to protest, protest, protest. That, of course, has gotten people concerned that uh, there could be some sort of a rallying cry similar to the January 6th episode a couple of years back here in the U.S. Capitol. I am going to be traveling to New York for the next couple of days oh, yeah. uh, to to be there should there be wow. uh, any further developments in this case. Interesting. I mean, just the idea that there would be a perp walk, a mugshot, mm-hmm. a fingerprinting, the former president in handcuffs. I mean, it's it's incredible. And it looks as though here it's going to happen uh, based upon these charges from uh, many, many years ago. You know, what's interesting is we heard comments yesterday on one of the Sunday talk shows from the Republican governor of New Hampshire, of uh, Sununu. And he um, he mentioned and he's, by the way, toying with the idea of uh, possibly running for president of the United States, maybe in 2024. Uh, and he would be in a a more moderate lane uh, than some of the other GOP candidates are are uh, staking out. And he views all of this as uh, really uh, uh, creating a lot of uh, sympathy for Donald Trump and possibly freezing out uh, some other potential Republican hopefuls uh, like him uh, because of just uh, this being viewed as a politicized process. That's an interesting take from somebody uh, who's not really aligned with Donald Trump politically, but is in within the uh, you know the realm of the Republican Party. Right. And there's, of course, uh, Governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, who uh, apparently is uh, President Trump's uh, chief rival for the nomination. Um, I've heard some talk about, well, uh, perhaps uh, Governor DeSantis would have a no extradition policy that would forbid Donald Trump to travel to Manhattan. Right. Um, he He's not uh, apparently um, spoken specifically to the extradition question, but he did speak earlier uh, today about the situation. And it was sort of a uh, it was a two sided statement. Uh, at first, he said, I wouldn't know anything about how to uh, to deal with, uh, you know, hush money payments to an adult film star. So mm-hmm. that was obviously, uh, you know, if not terribly subtle and a, and a direct attack to Donald Trump and his character but then went on to say that he was not in favor of what he saw as the politicization of the district attorney's office in Manhattan. So uh, he was sort of straddling the fence with that statement earlier today, which also got a lot of people's attention. So add to all that that you two have already said that Fulton County prosecutors uh, leading a criminal investigation into efforts by former President Trump to overturn the 2020 election in Georgia, looking to question one of Trump's attorneys. Um, What do we know about that? And how does this fit into what's going on in New York? Yeah, well, they are separate cases. And Kathy, they uh, it is interesting that we're hearing, you know, all of this sort of uh, unfolding at the same time. And the reporting is uh, from Georgia that. Uh, that, as you laid out, is happening or, or or will happen. And in some view, this a lot of legal analysts and, and other observers will say that this is uh, more criminally uh, you know, significant in terms of uh, potential charges against Donald Trump, as opposed to what the Manhattan 
uh, grand jury mm-hmm. is dealing with in terms of the Stormy Daniels situation. So uh, he's uh, he, meaning Donald Trump, the former president and his legal team, they are on the defense in terms of of trying to either, uh, you know, call for. Uh, these cases to be dropped or for extensions or for uh, calling out the, the grand jury. Uh, and obviously, they're also calling out uh, the district attorney himself in Manhattan, saying that uh, he is owned by the liberals. Uh, and uh, this is simply another witch hunt. And that's something that we've heard Donald Trump say in the past. Mm-hmm. Greg Clarkson is with us, SRN News White House correspondent. So, uh, Greg, another layer of craziness is that the president of China is uh, himself in Russia right now and acting oddly, crazily so, as I would say, as a, a peacemaker in the Ukraine war. Please fill us in on the details about that. Yeah, this has gotten the attention of the world as well. The White House today responding to this visit uh, by Xi Jinping of China uh, in Moscow with uh, Vladimir Putin and urging the Chinese leader to uh, to use that visit to tell Putin to respect Ukraine's sovereignty and to end the war against Ukraine. Of course, that's the White House message. Uh, it's not uh, entirely expected that that will actually be the case. It's interesting, John Kirby, who is with the National Security Council here at the White House, uh, he described a, a briefing a little while ago here uh, that China and Russia are not necessarily, um, you know, fr- on a lot of friendly terms, that, that it's really a, a relationship or a marriage, as he said, out of convenience, meaning that they uh, they both have issues with U.S. leadership globally. The enemy they, of my enemy oh, is my friend. <laughs> exactly. No, that's exactly right, Kathy. And so the idea that these two are get, getting together, uh, what, what the U.S. and a lot of um, Western allies are really looking closely to see if it happens is if China were, were to give uh, more than just the visit and this, the symbolism of the visit and possible uh, you know, moral support for uh, for Putin and uh, his his actions in Ukraine, whether or not there would be any sort of uh, material support in terms of ammunition or weapons or anything else. Uh, we don't know if that's going to happen or if 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 it will. But obviously, the world is watching to see uh, if that is a possible development. Mm-hmm. Talking to Greg Clugston, SRN News White House correspondent. Um, so apparently good news coming from West Africa. Tell us about a hostage release, Greg. Yes, this is good news. Announced by the Biden administration earlier today at the State Department. The president uh, uh, here at the White House uh, talked about it at an event earlier today as well. An American aid worker, uh, Jeffrey Woodkey. Uh, was released along with a French journalist. Uh, and and Woodkey, the American, the aid worker, uh, he was kidnapped at gunpoint at his home uh, in Niger um, more than six years ago. Wow. So this has been a long-running hostage situation, uh, believed to be held by Islamic uh, Islamist extremists, and now is freed. Uh, we are told, we don't know where his current whereabouts are at the moment, but he is um, out of... Uh, you know, the hands of captives and is with U.S. government officials and will uh, presumably be soon, re- you know, returning to the United States that and his family. Excellent. Uh, obviously, it is good news. His his family put out a statement. His wife said that uh, she praises God for answering the prayers of Christians everywhere who have prayed for this outcome. So it's always good to report some good news. That's really well, good news. Fabulous. We'll take it. Hey, Greg, uh, just as a side note, uh, Ted Lasso, which is a show beloved by many uh, streaming on cable, apparently the cast was at the White House today. And almost interrupted our time with you. Mm-hmm. Speaking about mental almost. health issues with the president, were you there to see the, the cast of Ted Lasso? 
Yes, I was. I was in my briefing room seat, and uh, a few minutes before the briefing started, some of the supporting cast members, uh, including a lot of the actors who uh, who play uh, players on the soccer slash oh, yeah? football team, uh, yeah, they walked into the briefing room. How cool! Uh, and they took they stood in the kind of the side aisle and in behind uh, near some of the still photographers and uh, waited for the briefing to begin. And then, along with the press secretary, Jason Sudeikis, of course, who stars as Ted Lasso, along with uh, three or four of the other principal cast members, all came to the uh, the front of the briefing room on the platform. Uh, and Jason Sudeikis did just make some brief comments about the importance of 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 of, of mental health. Of mm-hmm. course, his character in that show is somebody who is extremely optimistic and upbeat, but also privately is dealing with. Uh, some mental anguish and panic attacks and that kind of thing. And so they were here to discuss the cast of the of the show, here to discuss in a private meeting with President Biden and the First Lady the importance of mental health issues, which is something this administration has put a spotlight on. So mm-hmm. an interesting uh, turn of events here at the White House with a little Hollywood star power in the I briefing. I like it. Room. Very nice. Well, considering the day and how crazy it is, it's a good little tune-up there from the cast of Ted Lasso. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, did yeah. Roy Kent walk by using bad language? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he uh, he walked by, but he was silent his oh. entire time in the briefing room. I, I did hear a couple of other people um, wondering if he might use some salty language, but right. uh, at least in our presence, uh, he was a good boy. Very right. Good. Well, that, that's really exciting. Okay. Um, Greg, are you a fan of the show? You know, I am. I'm not up to date on all of the uh, various streaming platform popular shows these days. I, mm-hmm. I follow a couple of them, and Ted Lasso is one of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Very good. Yeah. Hey, Greg, just as a last thing. Uh, so you'll be in Manhattan tomorrow, New York, New York. So nice they named it twice. Um, are you a fan, or you'll be visiting any sort of tourist destinations, the Empire State Building, Statue of Liberty? Trump Perhaps Tower. Trump Tower, yes. Well, I, I may go uh, over to the Trump Tower in terms of uh, talking to some people on the street in New York City. Also, uh, talking to people on the street uh, as close as I can get to the Manhattan uh, County, uh, you know, uh, district court complex mm-hmm. uh, there in Manhattan. Um, but, yeah, no sightseeing. This is uh, strictly a business trip. I have been to New York in the past uh, many times. Uh, I, I do enjoy visiting that big city, uh, but it'll be a work uh work trip here the Rip. next couple of John and I could get on a mega bus and meet you in Coney Island. For a dollar. <laughs> We get on the mega bus or a buck. After, yeah, I, I should look into that as, uh, as a possible transportation. He's like, what do I have to do to stay away from these two? These coconuts. That's Greg Clugston, live from the White House. Good Thank to you, see Greg. you, Greg. Have a great time in New York. Thank you so much. Take care. Thanks. Uh-huh. Yep. Fabulous. All Greg right, we're going to step away. When we come back, it looks like King Charles, soon to be coronated, needs a coronation song. We'll find out who's going to supply that next. If you've heard any of our radio commercials here on Word FM, you know that we like funny stories that make us smile. This is not one of those commercials. I read this week that over one-third of U.S. adults now owe more in credit card debt than they have saved. Add in the fact that milk and gas and kids' clothes and everything is out of control. And I think it's fair to say it's a scary time for a lot of good people. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage. And if that's you... I do believe a cash-out refinance, pulling out some of the value your home has earned the last few years, could be a saving grace. Yes, mortgage interest rates are up, but credit card rates are about three to five times higher. We've helped hundreds of listeners do this, using a cash-out to rid of the credit card debt and then saving some extra aside for the road ahead. And it's undoubtedly a life-changer for many. If you'd like to chat about your situation, we are United Faith Mortgage. 
Native Mortgage Court, Melbourne, New York. And a listener 1330. That's the Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage Lender License 22672. Bachman's Roofing and Solar is your local award-winning roofer. Stop waiting. It's time to inspect your roof and protect your home's number one asset. With no interest and no payment financing for 12 months, Bachman's Roofing is your easy choice for roofing, gutters, and solar. Did you know Bachman's Roofing is one of the number one GAF solar integrated roofing installers in the USA? Go with Bachman's. Go with solar and install the roof that pays for itself. Call 412-744-8390 or visit bachmansroofing.com creation festival 2023 is your summer destination june 21st through 24th at agape farm shirleysburg pa featuring switchfoot mac powell we the kingdom big daddy weave riley clemens micah tyler and many more creation festival worshiping our creator come for the day or the entire event and go home changed Get half off the current ticket price now while they last exclusively at wordfm.com. Discover the magnificence of the Mediterranean with Alistair Bay and our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Nine life-changing days of powerful worship, Bible study, and history. Sign up now, deeperfaithcruise.com. Roofing, siding, or remodeling? Want it done right, call doing it right. 724 New Roof. We are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen. By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight. We'll reach a nighttime low of 27. Sunny to partly cloudy tomorrow. A great day to be outside. Tomorrow's high 55. Becoming cloudy tomorrow night with a low of 37. Cloudy Wednesday with a shower in the afternoon. We'll reach a high Wednesday of 53. Thursday, a breezy morning, otherwise milder with periods of rain and a high of 64. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. An interesting story where musical theater meets royalty. Truly, it does. Andrew Lloyd Webber, pressed into service by his king, King Charles III, the kind of service that the composer of Cats, The Phantom of the Opera, Avida, Jesus Christ Superstar knows best. His Majesty the King wanted a song, or not so much a song, but as a, a composition, a sort of a, well, um, fit for a king for the day, for the coronation in Westminster Abbey on May 6th in the year of our Lord, 2023. So it came to pass that Andrew Lloyd Webber set down a melody to Psalm 98, the one that goes aptly enough. Sing to the Lord a new song. For he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. Yep. He said it's quite a thing for a Broadway composer to turn court composer to have one's notes ring out in the storied nave where the Royal British line have been consecrated for more than a thousand years. He said... um, he has a more business-like attitude about the whole thing. Sitting in an otherwise empty dining room in the Lambs Club on West 44th Street, he is in New York City right now, along with our friend Greg Clugston, for the opening of his latest musical called Bad Cinderella and the closing of The Phantom of the Opera, which will close on April 16th after logging some 13,941 performances. 
But he says what's really interesting is that Andrew Lloyd Webber says um, that uh, he cares very deeply about all sorts of uh, interesting things. Um, he says he got a call from the king uh, saying that he would uh, come, please come to meet him in the Lancaster house because he had an idea. So. Uh, what it was that he was worried about, the king says, was the fact that there was not enough access for young people to go and learn the church organ. How about that? Mm. So um, Andrew Lloyd Webber says, I'm no stranger to uh, choral music. My father was a choir master, and uh, he himself composed many songs on the church organ. Happy to oblige with that. So from that relationship and that conversation, the idea came upon the king, King Charles III, to ask for this coronation event to be played, to be composed. So Psalm 98 will ring out across England uh, May 6th. Isn't that cool? Wow. Can you imagine someone coming up and saying, I want you to write a song about this, and then you being able to do it? Yeah. About the Psalms. That's incredible. That is incredible. That's I mean, really incredible. But to think about, you know, someone raised in the church and raised around the church organ, mm-hmm. that's in his blood. So yeah. I'm sure it wasn't that huge of a leap for him. And he's absolutely out. right in saying that kids don't play the organ because I mean, there's just so many reasons why you, right. kids don't grow up playing the organ. Do you know there's a, a church uh, organ society? There's an, or, I should say, there's an organ society here in the city of Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think I knew that. Yeah, and um, several times out of the year, now I'm not speaking up, several times out of the year, they bring in massive uh, organ masters mm-hmm. to have a recitals at different churches around the, the city. Uh, East Liberty Press. Sure. An incredible... Uh, place to hear the organ yeah they regularly bring in organ masters there i'm interested but i've never done it they have uh organ recitals at heinz chapel oh right on the organ there yeah i'm sure they do in other parts of the city as well that's just the other one that popped in. does your church have an organ my church does not have an organ my church is organless what happened uh the church organ was too old and it was going to cost Mm. something like two hundred thousand dollars to repair that's the problem Um, with Right. Old organs, it's just too costly. They deteriorate, mm-hmm. right? The bellows and yeah. all the uh, instruments, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, well, we're, we're the, a lesser for that, I believe, right? All right. We're going to step away, but coming up next, what does it mean to put on the full armor of God? Mm-hmm. All right. Button up. WORD. The biggest annual outdoor celebration of Christian music happens right here in Pennsylvania. And Word FM is making it easier for you to go. Creation 2023. This year's lineup includes Katie Nicole, We the Kingdom, Big Daddy Wee, Mac Powell, Micah Tyler, Switchfoot. Very excited. Yes, I am. Why pay full price? As a Word FM listener, your ticket is 50% off. Did you get your tickets? Go to wordfm.com for access to your half-off tickets for Creation 2023. Doing it right. Roofing, siding, and remodeling. The first Owens Corning MVP in Pittsburgh and one of the longest tenured platinum contractors in the Pittsburgh region. Doing it right roofing siding and remodeling call 724 new roof that's 724 new roof 
When you pray to God, what do you say to him about yourself and your family? I ask God for strength and courage with my kids. I know God doesn't ever give any pain without relief. So I ask him to keep giving me strength to better raise my kids. Maybe put someone on my path that'll make a difference in my life. You can be an answer to the prayer of a mother like Mirlan. My name is Anitra with Food for the Poor, and we're inviting you to be a part of the miracle story that God is telling in the lives of families throughout the Caribbean and Latin America. Today, your one-time gift of $144 is going to provide a family of four with food for a year. Click on the Give Food banner at wordfm.com or text send hope one word to 91999 and you'll receive a link to give your best gift. If you have an IRA or 401k, please listen closely. My name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. Throughout my career, let's just say I've been in some hairy situations. And I believe right now the biggest threat facing Americans is they need to protect their wealth, which is exactly what I'm doing for my wife and six kids. And I believe the ultimate safe haven is physical gold and silver. You can protect your hard-earned retirement assets with a tax-free loophole that allows you to convert your retirement into physical gold and silver. The folks I use are Advantage Gold, and believe me, I've investigated the heck out of all types of people. Advantage Gold is the nation's highest-rated gold company. They have the best process, pricing, and service. If you want to get your free gold and silver investment kit, please contact Advantage Gold right now, and you'll see how easy it is to protect yourself with precious metals. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. Roofing, siding, or remodeling? Want it done right? Fashion comes, fashion goes. But one thing that never goes out of fashion is the full armor of God. We're happy to welcome back to the show uh, someone who's been with us, uh, well, how long ago was that? Maybe uh, a few months or so ago? It's a good guess, though I don't recall. All right. J.D. Peabody is back with us. He is a writer, a lead pastor of the New Day Church in Federal Way, Washington. Uh, His book, The Armor of God for the Anxious Mind. And Jeff, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Oh, thanks so much for having me back on. It's great to be here. Our pleasure. So the anxious mind is the thing that probably 98% of our listening audience is familiar with yes and probably 98% of our listening audience would like to get rid of except yeah. it just persists right so um yeah. so let's start out talking about your story uh, why was this the thing that you decided uh that was going to bring you to pen to paper yeah you know i i spent uh a great portion of my adult life, largely uh, out of touch with kind of my feelings. Uh, you'd ask me at any given moment uh, how I was doing, and I probably couldn't really tell you because I, I just was not real well connected internally. And, and um, you know, our, our bodies and our minds have a way of keeping track of that even when we're not paying attention. And eventually um, they're going to let us know, and even sometimes that comes out sideways, and that's what happened for me. I kind of ran into this, um, I call it my, my mental and emotional wall, mm-hmm. where I just 
all of a sudden it felt like my my brain just imploded on itself and uh, I just began having all kinds of uh, intrusive thoughts my mind was just bam bombarded it felt like uh, I, I told people it felt like my brain broke and uh, I didn't know what I was really scared I didn't know what was happening and I um, I went on a walk with a friend of mine who happened to be a therapist and uh, and and I'm just babbling the the whole walk I'm crying and that was really just uncharacteristic of me and I, I couldn't understand and we get to the end of our walk and I I, I just uh, say, just sort of mystified. I'm like, I am not an anxious person. And he he looked at me and he just laughed. And uh, it really um, caught me up short. I was I was expecting something a little more uh, sympathetic, yeah. um, but it actually ended up being exactly the kind of reaction that I needed to to really go. Oh, other people can see something in me that I I'm not seeing in myself. And and as I began to then. Um, stop and unpack more what was going on. I could see, oh, yeah, I was actually carrying a whole lot of anxiety, and I just wasn't calling it that, wasn't recognizing it, but it was there. And so that kind of put me on a, a, a journey right up to today. And so that was that was kind of what led into the book. That's good. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I identify with this, Jeff, right away when I when I read about the, the armor of God for the anxious mind. I mean, I, I would have a friend who would say, essentially, John, your stuff is just garden variety stuff. I mean, this is, you know, what what Kath sort of demonstrates in some way. You know, 98% of us carry this stuff around. But at the same time, when you do feel under spiritual attack and it's your stuff, it doesn't make a difference if, you know, everybody else feels the same way. You're under spiritual attack. Now, you know, and, and what's interesting is, Jeff, you're a pastor. And so someone will look at you and go, well, pastor, you're supposed to have all the answers. Aren't you supposed to have this all figured out so that you can talk to your flock about this? And I'm sure in many ways that complicates your process of sorting your garden variety stuff out as well. Yeah, well, and I think I think for um, I think for Christians in general, anxiety is a really tough one because, uh, you know, we we read so many verses like do not be anxious or don't be worried and so we we hear that, and we hear that as this um, this command or this rule. And so it feels like if we're feeling that way, then we feel like we're doing something wrong. And then it's it's uh, saying something about our faith. We don't have enough faith, or mm-hmm. we're something's flawed in us, and we feel guilty. Then about we feel bad about feeling bad. And um, and the reality is, as as I began to really struggle with it for myself to, to hear those verses a little differently and, and go, you know, this is, there's a lot more reassurance in there than reprimand. And it's, it's like a, a parent uh, talking to a child who's, who's worried or anxious about something. You're not going to scold them for that. You're, you're, you're trying to alleviate their need for that worry by saying, you don't need to be anxious. I've got this. I've, and I think that's the, the, the spirit in which uh, the Lord would would speak that to us, and um, but yeah, definitely being in the role that I'm in, uh, it, at least whether whether the congregation was putting that on me or not, that that certainly uh, did. There was that sense of going, I don't know if I can really let people know what's going on inside me, and and so you know, and that's really kind of what had had compounded my my situation to begin with was this uh almost performing faith kind of mm-hmm. thing and and um and 
that's kind of what I was beginning to learn with the armor of God was it's like I, I had really developed this sort of uh, method of protecting myself rather than counting on God's protection of me and, and everything that I could put out there to, to show the world that I was doing okay was really kind of my defense system. And uh, being able to drop some of that uh, was, was really essential uh, for, yeah. for my own health. We're talking to um, J.D. Peabody, and this book came out about six months ago. It's called Perfectly Suited, The Armor of God for the Anxious Mind. Amen. And, J.D., I want to ask you, uh, but y- you know, you mentioned that it was, you know, you'd never had anything like that happen before. You you feel like it was in like an uh, emotional, uh, n- uh, nervous, psychological breaking point. Um Tell me what your prescription was. Now, we're going to talk about the armor of God, of course. Um, but yeah. did you seek a physician? Did you seek medication? And by the way, there's no wrong answer. Any Everybody yeah. goes, at, goes at this a different way. It's a um, it, Right. Uh, but I just want to ask you about yours and how you feel like, like what that process has led up to until now. Yeah, no, I appreciate that because I do think there can be so much stigma around uh, seeking help. Um, and uh, yeah, for, for me, I mean, really, like I said at the beginning, I was, I was completely bewildered and I didn't, I didn't really know where to start to even find help because I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. So at first I, I tried to circle the wagons of, you know, and, and treat it as a, as a primarily spiritual issue. And then uh, then I, I began to do some more reading, and the more I read, the, led me to to realize uh, that you know this this had this had the markings of uh, anxiety disorders, and and so I, I actually then went to a psychiatrist and um, got an official diagnosis of moderate to severe OCD, um, and and that was that was actually really um, uh, almost a relief to, yeah, to, sure, to a, know what, a, right. To know what's going on. Yeah. Right? To go, Oh, I'm, I'm not crazy in the sense that, uh, there's actually, I'm not alone in this and, and there's actually, you know, there's physical components with that. There's, there's, uh, you know, there's, there's all kinds of factors that play into anxiety that go from, you know, childhood experiences to our, our personal wiring and makeup to, um, you know, there can be spiritual components of it as well. So sure. I'm not dismissing that piece of it, but, but, uh, it really is kind of a holistic approach. So I, I, I did, uh, you know, a significant amount of, of therapy and, um, and honestly, the, the relational piece was huge for me. Um, uh, I did have, uh, a prescription, uh, offered for me, and I kind of keep that in my hip pocket. I I haven't needed it in the in the you know for what I've been. I've, it's felt manageable with without that, but I certainly am not opposed to. I, I feel like uh, you know um, God uses all sorts of resources, and and he's he's given uh, he's given us medicine, and it's one of his good gifts. And so if if there are physical components. Uh, to to our mental and emotional distress, then then by all means, uh, that's that's a good thing to um, to take advantage of. So, um, but yeah, for me, uh, really, I think a, a large piece of it was was relational. I hmm. I leaned into friendships and 
uh, my relationship with my wife, and uh, and as I said, this friend who who is a therapist who uh, just was was really um, a, a godsend for me at at that time, and so. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff. Uh, listen, with just a minute or so left. So, you know, having gone through this and of course, it's not over. It's a day to day thing. I think for most people to, to manage something like that, um, people out there listening right now, uh, any uh, any advice? Yeah, I think. Uh, well, first off, to just know that you're not alone uh, and to not isolate, because so, m- so many times when we are feeling that we we attach shame to it and we want to just withdraw and and not engage and that's the the worst thing we can do when we're when we're feeling that way so i would say you know press into relationship um the other thing that i found is that uh i i I didn't so much need the anxiety to be totally eradicated as i i was to be freed from the power of it and to go you know what it can sit there and not control my life yeah yep and so to be able to go, okay, God, uh, you don't have to take this away for it to be an answered prayer. I can, I can uh, just lean into your strength to get through it. And um, so that's that's been helpful. That's very good. Hey, Jeff, always a pleasure. Thanks so much for this. Uh, your revealing story and your willingness to share that as a testimony and strength for our listeners. That's good. So you're welcome back anytime. Thanks for being with us. Thanks so much for having me on. Our pleasure. Jeff Peabody, his brand new work is called Perfectly Suited, The Armor of God for the Anxious Mind. Jeff Peabody, he's the founding pastor, New Day Church in Federal Way in Washington. Is your car still under warranty? No, not anymore. My mechanic just suggested an extended service plan from Ox Car Care. Ox Car Care? Yeah, Ox will cover repair bills if anything happens to the car. New brakes, transmission, AC, or engine problems. Plus, Ox Car Care offers free oil changes, tire rotation, and roadside assistance. Wait, you pay nothing on repairs? Ox gets it fixed? Free oil changes, free tire rotation, and free roadside assistance? Yeah, you don't pay. Ox pays. Ox even has a 30-day money-back guarantee and is A-plus rated on the BBB. They handle their claims from start to finish, unlike those other warranty companies. The last thing I need is an unexpected car repair bill. I'm calling Ox Car Care now. Call Ox Car Care for your free quote. 800-294-7524. Ask about senior and military discounts. Don't get stuck with a major car repair bill. Call Ox today. 800-294-7524. Or log on to OxCarCare.com. Ox Car Care. 800-294-7524. 7524. Let's be real. Retirement is expensive and inflation is making it even harder with the cost of everything going up from pet food to a dozen eggs. Wouldn't it be great if the cost of your health care could go down? Well, MediShare 65 plus is $99 a month for ages 65 to 74. And for many with Medicare parts A and B looking at other options, that's 50% or more saved per month. No gimmicks. It's $99 a month, and you can use any Medicare-approved doctor or facility, and you get 24-7 access to telehealth from the convenience of your home. Better yet, MediShare is a Christian nonprofit organization. It's a community that will pray for you and encourage you. And since we've cut out the middleman, you get to keep the savings. Call now. You can learn more about MediShare 65 plus. Here's the number. 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. How was your job to school? 
Let me tell you. I had to get my iced coffee first. I just can't seem to put it down. My favorite rapper just announced a tour. My phone was buzzing like crazy. I'm so excited. I had to text all my friends right then to talk about it. Then someone started calling me and... Let's try that again. I turned my phone off right away. I never drive distracted. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Every summer, Pine Valley Camp changes lives, not just for the more than 100 underserved kids who attend each week, but for the many high school and college-age volunteers and staff who work with them as lifeguards, cooks, camp counselors, and more. If you're 16 to 25, apply now and come help make an impact and change lives in a fun, safe, Christian family environment. Apply today at pinevalleycamp.org. Pine Valley Camp, rebuilding broken lives through Jesus Christ. In Beaver County, camp opens mid-June. celebrity birthdays to run past john hall okay. we do this on a regular basis if you're just joining us for the first time on the ride home because john has this weird ability to guess how old people are uh, but like, you have to be a certain age. i know i know but here's the thing you would ask me like uh so the first person on this list is william hurt you'd, <laughs> you'd say how old is william hurt and i'd say mm. he's either 50 or 85 uh, like william i just hurt. i can't narrow that down it's kind of funny you bring this up because um i hate to say this but i thought william hurt had passed oh <laughs> Whoa! I'm sorry to say that. Well, you're wrong. Huh. I thought for sure he passed. Mm-hmm. Okay, so anyway, happy birthday, so William Hurt. I mean, so that, boy, that's a relief, I'm isn't glad it? you're with us. Uh-huh. Uh, he, Are you a fan? Oh, yeah, I'm a fan. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he um, he was a big star back in the 80s, wasn't he? He big sure was. Star. I mean, did yep. he win an Academy Award? Show uh, of a Lesser God. Yes. That was Marley Martin. He uh, did win an Academy Award. A Kiss of the Spider Woman. Uh-huh. Uh, he was excellent. Uh, uh, William Remember Hurt. Body Heat with Kathleen Turner? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. And ba, 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 you, boom. Yeah. Well, but it's not... It, it's a suspense movie. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of badly named. Yeah, but still, it's, it does sizzle. It. It. Yeah, kind of. Okay. Uh, William Hurt, Not Dead, and <laughs> 70 years old. 71. Hey. Very nice job, Excellent. John. Excellent. Uh, Spike Lee next on the list. Spike are his, Lee. Are his ads hilarious with yeah. Charles Barkley? And... Listen, I mean, Do the Right Thing is one of my favorite movies. Is it? I love him. Uh, Spike. Oh, by the way, did you ask me what movie William Hurt won the Academy Award no, for? I, but I it did. It was Kiss of the Spider Woman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Spike Lee is, uh, I, bet he's, I bet he's me. I bet he's 65. 66. Hey. <laughs> Okay, nice. Very impressive. Yeah. And this is this is a favorite of yours mm. coming up next. Okay. Holly Hunter. Oh, I love Holly Hunter. Don't you love Holly yes, Hunter? Yes, I do. I mean, Raising Arizona. Oh, my. Which I've never seen. I can't believe it. I know. I've it's never seen It's one of the funniest, funniest, funniest movies of I all mean, time. I she's, mean, she's been in so much. The Piano. Wait, she was in Broadcast News. Yes, she was. I think William Hurt was in Broadcast yes, News, he was. wasn't he? Yes, they he was. They were in that together. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, the Piano? Have you ever the, seen that? No. Ugh. The Firm? Uh, she won two primetime Emmys for Outstanding Lead Actress for uh, The Positively True Adventures of the Alleged Texas Cheerleader Murdering Mom. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a resume keeper right there. i got to be honest, right I'm not really sure mm-hmm. about that. And she's a CMU grad, you know. I didn't know, she but I see it right here. Yes, Pittsburgh. she did. Yes, she did. I have a friend who uh, was in her class. Okay. Um, I think of her uh, in... 
you know, the Coen Brothers films, of course. Please, yeah. I mean, you got to watch Raising Arizona. I do have to Seriously, watch Seriously, it I, still holds up. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Brother, Where Art Thou? She's uh, so excellent. Uh, How old do you think Holly Patricia Hunter well, is Well, she's probably in, uh, I'd say she's 65. That's exactly what Yeah, dingo, dingo. Not bad at all. Heck. Very good. John, gosh. I, I love that she walked the streets of the city of Pittsburgh. Yeah, it yep. feels good, right? Mm-hmm, yep. Carol Burnett, too. Up, oh, yeah. Anyway, hey, that's our 4 o'clock hour Monday. We're just getting underway here. Sunny and beautiful outside here. Stay with us for the 5 o'clock hour. Good news ahead. WORDFM Pittsburgh on your smart speaker by saying play the word Pittsburgh and on your phone via the Word FM mobile app iHeart TuneIn and Odyssey Drew and Todd.com With SRN News I'm John Scott Washington Examiner political reporter Selena Zito says former President Trump has won the loyal support of many middle class voters frustrated by watching elites and powerful corporations get a Helping hand even when they make mistakes and fail. They find a way to be rescued. However, when things in their lives, through nothing they did wrong, falls apart, nobody is there for them. Zito tells the Salem Radio Network that if the Manhattan DA elects to arrest the former president, it will likely spark a backlash from his supporters. Miami Beach officials imposing a curfew during spring bake. After two fatal shootings and rowdy crowds that police have had difficulty controlling. That curfew mainly affecting South Beach. This is SRN News. Ryan, I know that zit is the size of Rudolph's flashing nose. And Ryan, I know you've struck out the last 13 times at bat, but it can't last forever. I think we've all had moments where things aren't going great. But someone reminds us that better days are ahead. This is one of those moments. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage. And luckily, interest rates are not forever. I had a friend say to me the other day, Ryan, we've been dreaming about a new home and home prices have finally slowed up a bit. But now, interest rates are up and we don't know what to do. And the reality is, that zit won't last forever. We're seeing hundreds of listeners buy the dream home today while they can with the plan to refinance tomorrow when rates settle. And we'll help a bit as well. Word FM listeners get a $1,000 lender credit at closing. And our direct lender advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York. And a blessing 1330. That's the Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage lender license 22672. Spring cleaning is upon us, but there's one meaningful box that you don't throw away when cleaning out your closet. It's the box filled with your family's important videotapes, film reels, and photos. Hi, I'm Adam Baselogger. And I'm Nick Mako. We started Legacy Box over a decade ago to help families organize and update their analog media to digital. Legacy Box is simple and easy. It works and is safe. Over a million families have trusted Legacy Box. And Legacy Box has been featured in Good Housekeeping, The Today Show, and Rachel Ray. Legacy Box is like magic, converting your shoebox of memories to the cloud or thumb drive, ready to watch and share. Declutter your closet by digitizing your media. Become more organized and accomplished, knowing your family's recorded past is safe forever. Take advantage of our spring cleaning sale going on now. It's the easiest task to check off your to-do list. For a limited time, you can get started for just $9 a tape. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get our $9 sale. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get our $9 offer. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. With Easter coming up, have you ever wondered what life would be like if Jesus had remained in the grave? 
The truth is, without the historical, physical resurrection of Jesus, we would be without hope for our own resurrection. That's the topic of a book titled, With a Mighty Triumph, available at Truth For Life today. Request your copy at truthforlife.org donate to help you prepare for Easter. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy Show, you will find it archived at secklerlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show. Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight. We'll reach a nighttime low of 27. Sunny to partly cloudy tomorrow. A great day to be outside. Tomorrow's high 55. Becoming cloudy tomorrow night with a low of 37. Cloudy Wednesday with a shower in the afternoon. We'll reach a high Wednesday of 53. Thursday, a breezy morning, otherwise milder with periods of rain and a high of 64. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. The earth is spinning, the planets are moving. Spring is scheduled to start here, officially, at 524. It's 20 minutes away from the start of spring. I'm going to have a celebration. Mm, we have 20 minutes. I mean, is the- I, I mean, I'll be happy to include you. It sounds yeah. like I'm going to go off on my own. We are. Where's Kathy? <laughs> She's having a celebration. Yeah. If you were winter, like if you, you know, if you were winter, you're gonna go. I, I tried my best. But like, I, let's just like I give up at this point. Yeah, that's what I would say. I mean, let's like, just be done for like a winter performance. It'd be a solid D minus, right? If you were like say, I feel like it hardly tried. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, probably just sleeping in a lot. No, it was an excellent winter, wasn't it? Not? I, it uh, excellent winter. Mm-hmm. But you said that you felt poorly that we would enter into spring and feel like we didn't deserve it. We did not earn it. We did not. We. You know, we're kind of cheating is what it feels like. Listen, I've got, I got so much salt. Holy smokes. I mean, I got salt. You have 600 pounds of salt. I've got, I got so much salt. I got three bags up top. I got seven bags down below. I mean, I got salt for next year. I'm like feeling really rich. Like if I need salt, like I should come (laughs) Come see you. I'll deliver it. That's so exciting. Heck yeah. In your little wheelbarrow. Yep. Well, I like to see it. The heck. 524, the start of uh, spring. So That's right. Fabulous. Hey, um, our friends at WESA uh, published a piece today. Uh, Ann Lee Herring, ahead of the home buying season, Pittsburgh list prices returned to pre-pandemic levels. Not good news. Um, that's, a, that's a surprise to me. Mm-hmm. It just seems like the prices I hear about seem so high. But that's that's good. Yep. It's really good. Last month, the median home in Pittsburgh metro area was listed at $200,000. Is that right? Which okay. is a minus 7% drop from the year before and similar to the median price right before the pandemic hit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, sellers are now making more concessions than earlier in the pandemic. Um, for example, uh, they're more likely to agree to appraisals and inspections before finalizing a sale mm-hmm. uh, while also assisting with closing costs. The biggest feedback people are saying, uh, real estate agents are saying, I'd want to do this. I'm unsure about my job. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
Sure. Interest rates, of course, uh, six to seven percent. That's making you know uh, matters a lot, of course, to home homeowners. Realtor.com says um, it makes sense uh, interest rates because they're a really powerful detriment of how much someone can afford and what, the, of course, their monthly costs look like for any given home. Uh, however, for the typical Pittsburgh area home buyer, monthly mortgage payments have easily risen by a few hundred dollars over mm-hmm. the last year or sure. two. So as a result, the market has cooled. In Pittsburgh, a slower sales cycle has increased the supply of homes, even though the share of new listings has slipped by 12% over the last year. There's, how's your neighborhood? There's several homes in my neighborhood that have been sitting there. Oh, nice is that right? Nice homes. Yeah, with big we, yards. We had such a flurry of home sales in my neighborhood for a while. Did you? Um, and, you know, I don't, I haven't been walking as much because of the, of, it's been cold. So I'm I'm not sure I'm really, I can give you an up-to-date feeling on that. We were at small group last night and someone said, hey, I saw that a home in your neighborhood, my friend bid on a home in your neighborhood and uh, they were told, um, they bid the list price and they were told, no, someone else has come over the list price. Okay. How about that? Yeah. All right, so speaking of list prices, yeah. there's an article in today's Trib about real estate in the Strip. I've been shopping at the Strip since I was a little kid. Sure. I know you were doing the Love same it. thing. Yep. Um, and I'm usually down there once a week. Uh, this uh, I was down there just on Friday, and as I was driving around looking for a parking space, I was thinking about the new construction down there. Of course, the produce terminal has been renovated. That mm-hmm. happened during COVID. Um, it's called the terminal now, and it looks really great from the outside. I haven't mm-hmm. even been on the inside yet. But if you go back behind the terminal and around to Smallman Street, there's just a lot of development there that wasn't there 10 years ago, Small five businesses. years ago. No, I mean as far as housing. Oh, really? Yeah, so condos. Really? Uh, yep. So you can – there are apartments. There are studio apartments, one or two-bedroom apartments. Really? Also, you can purchase homes in that area. Um, and the article in the trip today is talking about how people are really enjoying it because it's kind of a melting pot of yeah, people. Yeah, it'd be nice to live in this trip. Well, considering how much I like to shop in the strip, mm-hmm. I think I would really enjoy it. How much? Are you ready? Tell me. I don't know if you're ready for this. Uh, currently, about 2,500 people are living in the Strip, calling the neighborhood home. That is a 233% increase wow. in residents in the last five years wow. and a 310% jump in the last 10 years. Okay, that's terrific. The average rent for a studio apartment is 1438 <laughs> A two-bedroom is 2674 What? $2,674. And the median sale price, this is not the highest sale price in the Strip. Yeah. This is the median price is $831,000. Whoa. What? For a house in the Strip? What are we talking about? Now, does that include like a river view maybe? Doesn't say. Something like an, an amenity? Doesn't say. What's that, what's that big... Uh, the big condo over there, the, you know, where all the penguins and Steelers live, you know, back there by the railroad tracks. Oh, back, yeah, that's on railroad on Robert Street. Yeah, 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 that's by nice the building. old Alcoa building. That's that, very nice back there. I love it back yeah. in there. That's probably eight, you know, eight hundred plus. Yeah, maybe that's. But here's, but that's median. Yeah. So that means there has to be a good who, number over a million. Who can afford that? It's crazy. the the um, The nice. area has about eleven thousand workers. The strip does. Yeah. And no one's – who's making 800000 Well, nobody who's working in the Strip no. and living in the Strip because they couldn't afford it. They're hauling boxes of lettuce around. Right. Wow. If you've never – I know a lot of Pittsburghers. 
don't know about the strip or don't go down there. You think? Yes, for sure. I, think I, I, I don't know, in, like your tourist. I thing. live in the northern suburbs, and I meet people all the time who say, "I never go down there." I'm, I, I, I'm nervous about driving down there. I'm concerned about – I hear that. <laughs> That's a Pittsburgh thing. I'm nervous about driving Listen, anywhere. I got to tell you, if you're nervous about driving down to the no, Strip, no. you have to figure it out because plenty it's of parking. worth it. There's plenty of parking. Yeah. And it's so great friends to at the spend – it might take you a little longer to do your grocery shopping, but it's so much more – Social, seeing the different mom and pop stores that are down there, it's fresh. being able to find fresh food, being able to develop a relationship with somebody who sells flowers on the street or is asking for money on the corner or is, you know, a fishmonger or selling yeah, biscotti or whatever. It's just it's so it's such a rich place to sure go. Is. And I mean, by rich, I mean, it's full of a lot of experiences Penn that you Mac. can enjoy. Woolies, mm-hmm. your meats, your cheese, your, your fish, uh, your olives, reinas, your Mexican food, your bread, all that. Right. It's fabulous. It really is. It's great. Sit there and have a coffee, a La ha- Prima. Right. Or get your biscotti at Enrico's or get your biscotti at Presta George. Or have yourself a little breakfast at Pamela's. Or. or... <laughs> yeah. DeLuca's. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Uh-huh. Very nice. Or. <laughs> or go to, go to Parma Sausage. Mm, that's nice. Go to Kim Bok, so you, the uh, Korean market. I mean, like with Tyrese, it's a nice Go to place to kind of wander around. Just kind of, but eight hundred grand. Go to Defer, get some nice coffee on Smallman. Twenty four hundred bucks for what? A one bedroom? Twenty four seventy for a one bedroom? Twenty six seventy four for a two bedroom? Whew. And eight hundred thirty one thousand for the price of a home. Okay, all right. Well, that is something. I guess the secret's out about the strip. I guess. Is it not? Yeah. I guess it is. Anyway, if you're afraid to go to the strip, don't be. Yep. Go down. Okay, you'll, we're gonna. You'll be glad you did. We're gonna talk to a woman, Katie Butler, who's been a guest of uh, us over the many years. She she worked in the ER as a doctor, went to Harvard Med School, then she had a child, then she was a homeschooling mom. Now she's an author. All that and more. One hundred one point five W O R D. Word FM welcomes back the Projecting Hope Film Festival, presented by the Speakman Financial Group. For three days, it's fun, faith-focused, family-friendly films for free. Absolutely free. You pay for the Juji Fruits and Junior Mints, but the popcorn and admission is free. Zero dollars. It's better when it's free. Movies, including A Marriage Made in Heaven, Family Camp, and the brand new Jesus Revolution. It's at Pittsburgh Mills Cinemas this weekend. For movie times and to make advanced reservations, go to Word wordfm.com when it comes a time and there is no food how does she help the children get through that when they when their stomachs are are empty I tell them that today we cannot eat, but uh, another day we will have food. We need to work in order to to have food to put in our plates. Today, on this day of hope, you can be an answer to prayer for a mother like Marta. I'm Anitra with Food for the Poor, and we're inviting you to be a part of a miracle story that God is telling through donors just like you. Right now, because of a generous match, your gift, a one-time gift of $144, is going to provide a family like Marta's with food for a year. When you go to wordfm.com and click on the bright red Give Food banner or 
text Send Hope one word to 91999. You'll receive a link and you can make your most generous gift. People ask me sometimes, Lance, I'm worried about my finances and I feel bad because I shouldn't be worried, right? Well, a lot of people don't realize you don't have to be afraid of the future and God understands your anxieties. And the answer to anxiety is frequently letting all your requests be made known to God and praying. And when you pray, God will give you an answer. And one of the answers God gave me was birch gold. I realize that inflation is going to be eating up money. Gold has, since the beginning of time, been the resource that God's people have relied on. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, is what the prophet Haggai said during a time of great shaking. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to trust me on this. Do some research. Get some knowledge. Get some peace of mind. I want you to text the words FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and get a free info kit on gold IRAs. There's no strings attached to this. So just text FAITH to 989898 and see what I've discovered here about gold and its ability to stabilize your investment and create a storage of wealth for you in unsteady times. Turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. The new Salem News Channel, the greatest collection of conservative minds, all in one place. Home to the people you trust. Dennis Prager, Mike Dolliger, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Refreshingly honest, always unfiltered. Streaming free on your TV 24-7. Intelligent analysis for intelligent people. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. Just a couple weeks ago was our, our 15th anniversary. So we've been doing the show for a long time, 15 plus years. And so you, you develop relationships with guests over the years who, you know, are part of this. And people come, people go. But there's always a few people who stand out and you kind of go, wonder what's going on, which is the case with our next guest. Dr. Catherine Butler is with us. She is trained in surgery and critical care at Mass General Hospital and Harvard Medical School, where she then joined the faculty. And then she left clinical practice in 2016 to homeschool her children. And she now writes regularly for DesiringGod.org, the Gospel Coalition, Story Warren, the Christian Medical and Dental Association. And she also is the author of a series of books that we'll talk about in greater mm-hmm. detail today. But we, we want to invite Catherine back, Katie back, to sort of talk to us about the sweep of her life and where she is now. And uh, Catherine, Katie, welcome back. How are you doing? John and Kathy, congratulations on 15 years. That's wonderful news. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> well, Katie, we're happy to have you back. It's been a long time since we've talked I to know. you. And I you, know. Thank and, you. Yeah, and you were regular, regularly on our show for a while talking about the demands of um, of a Harvard education, um, what medical school was like, what residency training was like. Life um, in the ER. Life working in the ER, all of that sort of thing. Um, and then, you know, we fast forward to now. You've left clinical practice. You've been homeschooling your kids. I mean, so for people who haven't heard that story, just talk about the decision making that went into leaving medicine for a different kind of life. Oh, sure. So I um, loved my work in medicine. I thought it was uh, my calling. It was a wonderful way to love neighbor. I was a trauma surgeon, so I worked a lot in the ICU. I cared for patients really when they were in their most dire circumstances, and it was a huge privilege. Uh, But for a number of reasons, when my kids were born, I had two young kids, and when I left practice, one was three, one was nine months. um, I found that I also upheld my work as an idol. And I found it very difficult. This is me personally, and I'm always very quick to say this. I'm not saying that women should not be in medicine and have children. This was God's way of convicting me of 
the fact that my my work really was uh, had a place in my heart that it shouldn't have. And I found it very difficult to create margins and be present for my kids in the way they needed. And this was in the setting of my son also having special needs. He needed therapy. He needed someone with him constantly. Um, homeschooling was really the best option. And so I was convicted and read Deuteronomy 6, 6 to 7, which talks about the fact that we're to infuse our kids' days with God's Word. And it's not just something that we teach them on Sunday, but throughout their lives, they're to know God's Word and we're to raise them to love Him. And I, I was... I was unable to do that. So I left practice and transitioned home, and God has used that transition in abundant ways that I never would have foreseen and has just blessed us um, abundantly. Fabulous. Now, Katie, it would be easy, I think, to see your career and to look at, you know, your upward trend, you know, as a young woman with your sights set on medical school, and then you become a doctor. There you are, you know, studying at Harvard, and all of a sudden there you are in critical care. I mean, People talk about, you know, doctors with a God complex. It would be easy to see how you could fall into something like that and think, I am all that. I mean, people are coming into the ER in all kinds of messes, and you've joined us here to talk about that. And, you know, in some ways, you're infusing life and healing on people. It would be easy to embrace that. It was also just that my identity was so wrapped up in the work. And instead of my identity being in Christ and trying to serve the Lord, with however he's going to use my life, it was very much that um, this work defines who I am. And if I don't devote myself fully to it, I'm failing somehow to the point where, I don't know if I told this story before, but when I was in residency training, I was driving to work at four in the morning because we had to get in that early. And I hit black ice on the highway and spun out. And praise God, there was no one else on the road. Um, But I totaled my car and I got a concussion. And instead of going to the hospital to get treated, I hitched a ride with a tow truck driver, walked, this is, sounds ridiculous, but it's true, walked two miles through the snow to get to work and put in a full day. Oh, my God. Which was reckless and stupid, but it's because that was, it was that, of that great importance in my mind. Like, I cannot miss work. It is too important. I need to be there. Wow. Um, wow. So that just tells you where, where my mind was. And it really, over the years, has been so clear that God was just breaking down those idols in my heart and saying, no, you, you don't need this. You know, what you need is my grace because you're fallen mm-hmm. and my grace is sufficient. Katie, talk about your kids. Um, yeah. I, I have a friend who always says, you know, when, when someone has their first child, wow, congratulations on the birth of your child, but congratulations <laughs> on the birth of a mother. Yeah. You can't yeah. quite oh pick. There's no way that anybody can anticipate the change that happens in a person's life when they have a child. Um, oh, yeah. yeah and so, I'd love to hear your story, too, because I know you left a, a career as well. To yeah. Your daughter for a decade. Yeah, I did. So, and it was totally worth it. I don't regret it at all. I really even though I got yeah. a, late, a late start in what we do now, but I don't regret it. Um, I, I mean, I don't even come close to regretting it. So when right. um, but for you, you had kids how close together? Um, two and a half years. OK. And so what how did you change at that point? Oh, my goodness. Um, I think you realize that you have these kids in your life for a very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And and that I think what really did it was that one day I was I was never home. I would come home after working a 70 hour work week and my husband would be meeting me in the basement with a baby outstretched <laughs> here. <laughs> please take this child. Um, and, and I think what really finally broke my heart was that uh, I was supposed to go to a conference and speak at a conference. And I picked up my backpack. And my daughter, who was nine months old, 
burst into tears. Mm. Uh, I thought, I'm uh, teaching my baby, my baby, whom I'm supposed to be teaching values in God's you know, way. I'm teaching her a truth claim about a backpack. And I just said, I am failing here. Um, and so it was really that conviction of realizing they, that um, at work, they could always find someone to replace me. They could hire another surgeon, but these kids only had one mother. Right. And, and that, that was not a replaceable position. And the Lord gave me these kids to nurture and it was that call was very clear, and I just felt a, a huge burden to say, okay, they were here only for 18 years in my household. How can I make sure that I'm giving them the best that I possibly can? Tell us what your colleagues thought when you made this choice. Yeah, um, they actually, they were nervous because it was such a big decision. Um, my um, department head actually didn't accept my resignation letter at first. He said, no, let's talk about this. I don't want to accept it. But on the other hand, they saw the anguish that I was going through. And they also had, most of them had families or were just starting families. And so they also had experienced firsthand Uh, the dilemma, you know. And so they were very supportive and understanding because they knew that I wouldn't do this lightly uh, and make the decision. I didn't, I had very few who were saying, um, don't do it. I had some that were worried about, you know, can we arrange something so you can come back in easily? Um, but they all understood because all of them had been through similar turmoil right. in terms of, of these two, this career and then this calling as right. a parent that sometimes just feel irreconcilable. Katie, we're pausing you for a minute. we got to pause, Katie, because uh, it's uh, 524, and so uh, we want to be the first to say happy spring to you. Happy spring. Happy spring. <laughs> it's here. Fabulous. So we've got a little music, a little uh, spring musical interlude here mm, for you. Yeah, hold on, Katie. Stay with us. No problem. Oh, doesn't that feel good? That's good, very nice. All right. Wow. Okay. Katie, so, so, yeah. sorry to interrupt your life story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not that you're telling us anything important like raising kids and making, you know, life-altering decisions. Yeah. We just that come busting in. <laughs> I danced to that song with my kids on the weekend. Hey, fabulous. <laughs> okay, I've got to go back to your colleagues for a minute, Katie, because the, sure. the, the image that we have who are outside of medicine, we look at mm-hmm. you physicians as kind of a different species. Right. You got right? it all together. You have, a, you have it all together. You're super We're smart. Not, you're, you're super, oh, no, you're no. super collected and you speak a different oh, no, language no. than we do. You know what I mean? So there's that that separates. Right. And so, uh, you know, it's hard for me to imagine that you would go into a room of your colleagues and explain. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. And they'd be like, no, I really get it. Yeah, no, you, you would not. We're all, we're all still finite and broken, right? And so if we give of ourselves totally in one area, we are not going to have enough for others. And this is something that I think everybody in medicine experiences. And some, I think the God complex, that's stereotypical, uh, comes from people throwing themselves entirely into the job and convincing themselves that that's, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. But it's very common in those settings for the home life to be completely um, de- devastated by that those choices. Okay. So all, so I, I don't think there's a single physician who has not wrestled with this kind of dynamic. Yeah. Um, I didn't have a single person say to me, I don't know what you're talking about. It was all, it was sympathy. It was concern about the choice I was making and a sense of loss and, and worry for, we want to make sure that, you know, you don't regret it down the line, but they all understood the reason behind it. Mm-hmm. So you were a physician, Katie, for how long? I, I uh, 10 years. 
Mm-hmm. And so then you wrestle with this. And mm-hmm. is there a moment where you go, oh, God, thanks. There's clarity here. I see this. Mm-hmm. Did that ever happen to you? Um, not a specific moment. It's more looking in retrospect and realizing how gracious he's been to us all along. Um, the, my kids are thriving, especially my son. We were able to get him the therapy he needed. and He's just delightful and enjoys life oh, and great. isn't even struggling, isn't even struggling with the issues that he was. Wow. And, and it's actually been very humbling to see how God will take. I think when we talk about stewardship, we think about financial, you know, resources or other resources you might have. But I think actually God can use everything in our lives, including our experiences for his glory. Mm-hmm. And so uh, in terms of the background with medicine and then having the space suddenly in the headspace to consider um, all the things that I saw and how faith is caught up in it, that was what led to me being able to write and have a ministry of writing. And it's also allowed me suddenly uh, the opportunity to walk along people who are suffering with illness um, in a very rich and personal way that I never would have been able to if I was still working. So God is still using these experiences in ways that I never could have designed or orchestrated. And you realize that he uses even the, the spaces in our lives that we're not jamming full <laughs> with work and with our own design, he will use that for his glory. That's really cool. Hey, Katie, we need to take a quick break. Would you stay with us for a little bit? Sure. Yes, right. of course. Excellent. We're talking with Catherine Butler, a former trauma surgeon, a now homeschool mom, and she is the author of A Dreamkeeper Saga. It's a middle grade children's fantasy series with Christian themes. We'll talk about that next. Stick around. It's The Ride Home, Pittsburgh's Christian Talk on Word FM. God calls us to a deep gladness. Because we, as believers, we all have a deep hunger. Grove City College knows about that calling, right? They assume, we all do, that that caller is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And so Grove City is committed to helping people, young students, pursue the vision for our lives and believes believe that you'll be changed as you find your sense of purpose, your sense of calling in this world. And I think that's what we all want out of college, right? We want those four years that are filled with so much uncertainty to be ones that end up giving us the clarity we want. To give us a place. Yeah. And to give us the foundation of education and the foundation of relationships that we really want. Um, Grove City is a special place and not every school appeals to every kid or every parent. But this is the time we're already in March. This is the time when applications are going out. This is the time when you need to make your college visits, your college, you know, your phone calls, all those sorts of things. So if you're a parent of a high school senior or even a high school junior and sophomore who is interested in like getting on the ball, this is the time to do it. So do yourself a favor and go up to Grove City and talk to somebody, get a tour from a student and find out if that indeed is the right place for you and your family we're all called to something don't you owe it to yourself to investigate the excellence of grove city college look online first gcc.edu that's grove city college creation festival 2023 is your summer destination june 21st through 24th at agape farm shirleysburg pa Featuring Switchfoot, Mac Powell, We the Kingdom, Big Daddy Weave, Riley Clemens, Micah Tyler, and many more. Creation Festival, worshiping our creator. Come for the day or the entire event and go home change. Get half off the current ticket price now while they last exclusively at wordfm.com. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. I never really thought about tools until I bought a house in the suburbs. It's like this weird homeowner test if I need a tool for a project and don't have it. And my neighbor Ted loves to give me that look when I ask to borrow a pole saw. A year ago, I didn't even know pole saws existed. And now I gotta borrow one from Ted? What is happening? 
Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Chloe, put your helmet on. Okay, Dad. You work hard to protect your family, but some risks are easy to miss. Mosquito bites can spread germs that cause West Nile virus or Zika virus. Cockroaches leave behind bacteria as well as allergens that can trigger asthma attacks. Stinging insects send more than half a million people to the emergency room every year. Common pests can threaten our health. Learn how to protect your family at PestWorld.org, a public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the CDC. Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight will reach a nighttime low of 27. Sunny to partly cloudy tomorrow, a great day to be outside. Tomorrow's high 55. Becoming cloudy tomorrow night with a low of 37. Cloudy Wednesday with a shower in the afternoon will reach a high Wednesday of 53. Thursday, a breezy morning, otherwise milder with periods of rain and a high of 64. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Dr. Catherine Butler is with us. She's a former trauma surgeon in the ER. She left the uh, profession as a medical doctor to homeschool her children, and now she is a writer, The Dreamkeeper Saga. We'll talk about that in a little bit. All right, Katie. So let's move on to the writing thing. Um, so you've got two kids. You've got two kids at <laughs> Wait, home. So cavalier. Yeah. Well, it's just because we're we went to the doctor thing. Now we're doing the well, writing. Yeah, thing. because we're we're sitting in in my office maybe last Wednesday or Thursday, and all of a sudden your name came to my head, and I was like, "What? How did ask Katie Butler?" Yeah. And. Yeah, what, what's she doing? And then we look it up and we're like, wait, now she's an author? Like, what is happening here? <laughs> so how did, I mean, it's not like it's been 10 years since we've talked. No. So what's, no. what's up with the Dreamkeeper saga? Um, you made me laugh because my publisher, so my, my prior books, as you know, were about death. And yeah, yeah. yeah. End of life care and suffering. And then I sent this first manuscript to my publisher, and the first page is a girl walks in on a dragon eating chili in her kitchen. And my <laughs> publisher said the same thing. What is going on? <laughs> so, so you made me laugh. Um, so that is another just of, of God at work in ways I couldn't have expected and him just being very kind and gracious. It actually started during COVID. I went back to work for a few months in the ICU at night mm. uh, in the early months of COVID when the ICUs were overrun. Um, and I was not one of these medical professionals who's been in for the long haul and is burnt out that we need to pray for. And, and I, I was there just, mm. you know, a drop in the bucket is what I did. Mm-hmm. But I went back when it was at its worst because my colleagues said, like, we're just really short-staffed. Um, and my son was old enough to understand what was going on and to be scared. Because it was early in the pandemic. We didn't know about the lethality of COVID. We didn't know about transmissibility. He was worried I was going to get sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and he started in that setting to actually doubt God's goodness and to doubt his faith and said, if God is really good, why is this happening? Uh, and so it was a critical period in our family where we, we did a deep dive into Scripture and we studied Job with him and we studied the story of Joseph and pulled out Genesis fifty twenty, where you meant it for evil, mm-hmm. but God means it for good. And we went into John 11, where Jesus allows Lazarus to die so he can actually raise him again. And everyone can see and know that he is the Christ. You know, and that was that was really the critical thing. But at the same time, we were reading um, The Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. 
And and we read a passage one day when I was about to go back into work uh, that kind of crystallized that hope that we have in the gospel. So there's this one scene, if you're familiar with the book, where Minas Tirith is under siege, and everything is dark and gloomy, and there's despair. And then all of a sudden, the allies come rushing in across the fields. And the way Tolkien writes it, he says, the dawn broke, and there was a wind from the sea, and you knew that triumph was coming, that their Savior was coming. And I started to cry. And my son said, why are you crying, Mom? I said, you know what this reminds me of? And this is after we'd done all this study of Scripture. And he's just like, Jesus? And I said, yes, that he's going, that even though things are, are gloomy now and seem dire, we don't need to despair because we have hope, because he will return and make all things new. And like a light bulb went off for my son. And it was just this powerful moment that brought to the forefront of my mind um, just how the stories we read with our kids when there are it's, when they're beautifully written stories with gospel themes. So Tolkien and C.S. Lewis and more recently, The Wingfeather Saga by Andrew Peterson, how that can cement the truths that we read in Scripture if we read them with our kids and we pull out these themes. So that kind of gave credence to the absurd stuff that usually runs through my head. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and so then when I had an image of a girl walking in on a dragon, I let it linger. And then I started to write it down. Fabulous. And that's really what happened. It, I wasn't planning on writing a series for kids, but it evolved from just suddenly realizing the power that stories have if they're told through yes. gospel themes. Yes, yes. Uh, sure. Just crystallizing that. Yeah. Just cementing that for kids. And so so that's how the series evolved. So, Katie, you don't do anything halfway, clearly, right? You're no, all no, in. By God's, by God's goodness, really. And it was I, I, I wrote it, and the story was there, and then I just said to my publisher, hey, <laughs> is this something we, you, you'd be interested in? And praise God they were. And so it's just, it's continued from there. It's been delightful. So what is this going to, is this going to be like Lord of the Rings? It's going to be like 4,000 pages by the time you're done or like how no, big, how big well, of a it, thing are you it, anticipating? It, no, gosh, it's um, five books. Uh, the third comes out in May. The fourth, I just finished writing. <laughs> so wow. we're almost there. Wow. We're almost there, but it's just been delightful. And it's been delightful to hear kids reading that. And the, the biggest uh, thing I'm thankful for is just when parents will say, you know, I read this with my son or daughter, and we were able to see the allegory. And it was wonderful to be able to use these nuggets to then talk about Christ. Well, that's super exciting, Katie. Good for you. The I mean, Dreamkeeper saga. There's nothing I enjoy. I always say this. There's, I love a good book. There's, the only mm-hmm. thing I enjoy more than that is a sequel. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you can start out knowing that there's going to be more than one. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Yep. Oh, good. Good. (laughs) It's been a joy. Well, Katie, it's been so good to catch up again. I look forward to checking out the Dream Keeper saga. Uh, Available where? Uh, Where fine books are sold. Uh Excellent. It comes out from Crossway, but Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever. Excellent. Good. So so there's three that are complete now. The fourth one comes out in just a couple of months. And then the fifth one somewhere maybe next year. Yes, exactly. Excellent. Katie, let's not make it uh, as long next time okay, as it was this well, past time. Thank you so much. It's wonderful to catch up with you and, and just delightful to be on. Well, thank the pleasure's so ours. Much. And happy spring to you and yours, Katie. Exactly. Thank you. I'm going to mm-hmm. listen to that song when I get off. You should. It's so great. It's grazing in the grass. Check out the Dreamkeeper Saga. That's the latest from Dr. Catherine Butler. I love it. The Dreamkeeper Saga, a middle grade children's fantasy series. 
101.5 WORD. What happens when you open God's Word every day? I'm Alan Jackson, and I have the privilege of joining you every weekday here on the radio. I see the transforming effect of God's Word daily. Lives are changed because His Word gives us insight for the challenges we face and encouragement in our walk with the Lord. Join me and let's see what God has in store for us today. A fresh look at Scripture, weekday mornings at 9.30, Alan Jackson Ministries on 101.5 WORD. I think we can all agree that every moment at Eden shaped us and impacted who we are right now. The faith modeled by teachers at Eden Christian Academy has a profound impact on students' lives. We carry with us more than the academics, but a strong, Christ-centered foundation. I would just like to thank my teachers, my mentors, my family members, and my friends who have done the best they could to help me in this next phase of my life. Eden Christian Academy, enrolling pre-K through 12th grade at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Hi, I'm Olivia, and I'm 11. Some people my age might think water in a basement's pretty cool. Who wouldn't want an indoor swimming pool? But my dad taught me a thing or two about homes. You mean all those times I talked about waterproofing. You were actually listening? Absolutely. I'm like Alexa. Okay, so how does Jandy Waterproofing protect your home? By keeping water out of the basement so it doesn't compromise the structure of your home. And? By not giving yucky mold and mildew a place to grow. Pretty good. Dad, I wasn't finished. Oh, sorry. And JD Waterproofing can save you money. Do tell. By saving you from having to replace your basement appliances from water damage. I couldn't have said it better myself. Got water problems? Don't cry. Call 1 800 Very Dry. JD Waterproofing. 1 800 Very Dry. This is Pastor Tom Hall. People are capable of such goodness. So what's wrong with us? Why are we at war with each other? Why are we so anxious? Well, this is the time of year when we look at ourselves through the eyes of faith in light of Jesus' great sacrifice for us. Join us at First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, downtown, Sundays at 1045, as we reflect on the wonder of the cross. Learn more at fpcp.org. Every summer, Pine Valley Camp changes lives, not just for the more than 100 underserved kids who attend each week, but for the many high school and college-age volunteers and staff who work with them as lifeguards, cooks, camp counselors, and more. If you're 16 to 25, apply now and come help make an impact and change lives in a fun, safe, Christian family environment. Apply today at pinevalleycamp.org. Pine Valley Camp, rebuilding broken lives through Jesus Christ. In Beaver County, camp opens mid-June. Today, according to the United Nations, is International Happiness Day. Hmm. Uh, it's the 10th anniversary. Is that anniversary. because it's the first day of spring? Maybe so. Uh, I you think could so. Point, yeah. Uh, the UN's been doing this for 10 years. And so along with that, they have um, benchmarks for what makes happy countries, which includes um, development, cost of living, you know, the things, health care, affordability, uh, just, you know, the general things that make people smile. Okay. Uh, I've got a list of the top 20. Happiest countries. Happiest countries. All right. Uh, on the flip I side of that. I have not seen this list. Uh, the flip side of that, uh, there's many unhappy countries. The unhappiest country in the uh, world, no surprise, is Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russia is the um, uh, 70th unhappiest country. Ukraine is number 92. 
being invaded will do that to yes, you. Yes, it will. Okay, so uh, number 12, let me go. Uh, a brand new entrant on the uh, happiness country at number 20 is Lithuania. What do you know about Lithuania? Uh, I was just thinking, I, I, I can't really think of a thing mm-hmm. I know about Lithuania. Yeah. Um, number 19 is the UK. Okay. Which I wouldn't be thinking would be higher. It's the land of Shakespeare, for goodness sake. It is sake. the land of Shakespeare, but they're, they're having major problems with mm. their... Uh, Brexit and all. What, no, with their health uh, insurance, mm-hmm. their health system. Number 18 is the Czech Republic. A former communist country. I would love to go to Prague. Me too. I'd love to go to Czechoslovakia. Uh, number seventeen is Belgium. Okay, the, you know, you know what they? Uh, the reason I think they're happy. Waffles. Well, yeah, and also French fries. You know, frites. <laughs> you know, frites. they 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 started there. I don't yes. know why we call them French fries. We should call them Belgian yeah. fries. Mm-hmm. I think they have mayonnaise on them. I'd like to go to Bruges. Mm, me too. I've. That's been on my list for yep. a while, mm-hmm. like about all the years I've been alive. Bruges, just to say it. Mm-hmm. Did you see that movie in Bruges? In Bruges, yes, Is I did. Is that a good film? It's an excellent film. Okay, I think it just showed up on Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, number 16, Germany. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be higher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they work. It's 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 a spectacular. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I, I have to say this each time I talk about Germany, that when I found out I was going there, I thought... Now, of all the places I want to go in Europe, Germany isn't no, on top no, no. of my list. I don't really care that much. It is I bet. beautiful. What a gorgeous country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you have Number a chance 15. to go to Germany, you should go. Love to go. Sign me up. Number 15, good old USA. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number 14 is Ireland. It seems very rainy there. I'd love to go to Ireland. I would too, yes, but yes, I pine for that. I I fear that I would mm-hmm. set aside vacation time, go to Ireland, and it, it would, would be rain. cold and rainy the entire time. <laughs> and that'd be horrible. Yes. Okay. Number thirteen is Canada. Eh, all right. Number twelve, Australia. Okay. Number eleven, Austria. Number ten, Austria seems like the air is clean. When I think of Austria, I think of the Alps. Yes. I think of blue sky, sunshine, and is clean that the air. hills are alive? Uh, is that Yes. Yes. Is that Julie Andrews? Yeah. The helicopter shot. Yeah. Mm, spinning around. The hills are alive. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. And they escaped into Switzerland. Number 10, New Zealand. I'd love to go to New Zealand. Oh, man. Uh-huh. Small country, mm-hmm. but they're very interesting. Lots of sheep. This is a surprise. Number nine, never think about this as a country, Luxembourg. Oh, that's very small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, how many people live in Luxembourg? Uh, not not many. very many, but they're all happy. Number eight, Switzerland. Mm-hmm. They're, well, they're all very rich, mm-hmm. first off, in Switzerland. Clinton Martin, my good friends. <laughs> and it sounds beautiful all the mm-hmm. time. Now we're going to get into a specific geographical area here. Here we go. Number seven, Norway. Number six, Sweden. Number five, Finland. Netherlands, number okay. five. Number okay. four, Israel. Okay. Very good. Good. Number three, Iceland. Huh. Number two, Denmark, okay, and the happiest country in the entire world. Wait, the happiest country in the world mm-hmm. is it can't be Scotland. Mm-hmm. Well, that's part of the UK. Oh uh, wait, the happiest country in the world is I've not looked at this. Mm-hmm. Um, it is Italy, Finland. Those Nords, look at them: Finland, Denmark, the Netherlands, Sweden, Norway. Yeah, there's something. Those about Those are it. all cold weather places. 
Yeah. What about... Uh, They're what, all gathered around the North Sea up there. Is that all subsidized? Government subsidized? Yes. People are like, you yeah. know, working little and... <laughs> Having longer vacations. Yes, right? Uh-huh. But happy. the weather has to be a big part of that. Yeah. Seriously, it has to be. How could you be that happy if you were that cold? I don't know. Somehow the squeaking. Look, we're number 15. Yeah. They got us beat by 14 yeah. slots. They must be doing something right there. I'd like to see Norway, Me Sweden. Me too. One of those. You know why the, ne- the people in the Netherlands are happy? Hmm. Tulips. Perhaps. And windmills. Short little. That's a very nice mm-hmm. country. That's Lovely. a beautiful place. Lovely indeed. Uh, how about happy colleges? Oh. When uh, I saw it was International Happiness Day, um, I looked up what would be a more yeah. like a smaller subset of people is Pitt on there not uh, Pitt is not on there. Point there's only, Park. there nope there's only one carnegie mellon stop it there's only one college from the state of pennsylvania that made the happiest colleges in the u.s list now let me just tell you this i'm a little dubious about their what their the criteria yeah and what they're calling happy and what they're calling unhappy. oh no uh it's a this is from dig.com our facial expression analysis on selfies oh, taken by college students. Oh, wait. That's the criteria? Yep. Selfies? Yep. That's what it is. Okay. <laughs> so they're looking at selfies of the of these universities in America. Mm-hmm. They have the top 20. Number 20 is American University in Washington, D.C. Oh. 19 is Vanderbilt in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Vanderbilt, I've been to. American, I never have. Mm-hmm. Um, fifth, okay, University of Wisconsin, Madison, Virginia Tech, uh, University of Minnesota, Tulane. Oh. University of Georgia in Athens. Oh. University of Texas at Austin, Washington University in St. Louis, Georgia Institute of Technology, number seven, the University of Pennsylvania. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Then Clemson, uh, Elon, Baylor, the top three are University of Iowa, Rensselaer in uh, Troy, New York, and Texas Christian is the happiest hey. college in America. All Did right. they win their game yesterday? I don't know. I don't think so. They were behind when I checked in. Texas Christian That's where University. Jamie Dixon is coaching basketball, oh. I believe. Well, good luck, Jamie Dixon. Well, maybe nice to see him in the Sweet 16. Might not be good luck, Jamie Dixon, if they lost yesterday. Yeah, right. Huh. Well, you would think that you know most kids in college would. Were you happy in college? Would you consider it a happy years? Yes. Uh, me too. I loved college. Uh, they lost oh, to Gonzaga, sorry, sorry. 84-81. Yeah, Gonzaga. College is fabulous. I mean, if I could go back again, I'd like to teach it, at a college. Oh, level. really? Okay. I'd like to be surrounded mm-hmm. by that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't you like that yes, when you're surrounded I do. by that, I really that do. energy and that inquisitiveness and all that? The, the energy is just fascinating. Lexi, you graduated uh, very recently from college. Were you happy? Yeah, I would say so. Good. I had a good group of friends, and my professors were super See, that awesome. makes it, yeah. Even though you were in the midst of, you were like Pandemic. one of the COVID classes. Yeah, I was one of the COVID classes. It was hard, especially my senior year. It was really bad because it felt like um, the seniors the year prior to us um, didn't really get to do like their like end of year things. Yeah. But like right. my class, our senior year, we didn't do anything. Uh. Like the whole year, they were like, "Sorry," mm. <laughs> which was a damper. But you Everything. know, do you have to wear a mask at graduation? I think yes, I did. Uh, I couldn't quite remember. <laughs> That's rough. You suffered the most, <laughs> but still, you were happy. Yeah, <laughs> and it was all about the people for sure. Of course, always is. And when you went to college, Lex, did you know anyone that you were going to be studying with or living with? Whatever. Nope, didn't and, know anyone. Isn't that crazy? 
I mean, you know, you go there, you know no one, and then, like, within how many, like, a few months, hey, my buds, yeah. hanging out and loving these people, and still, a lot of them become lifelong friends. Mm-hmm. Still very close friends yep. with a lot of my friends. And that's why Lexi's driving to Ohio every weekend. <laughs> right. Out just about, like this yeah. past weekend, she drove to Ohio. Yeah. Good grief. Yeah. All right. Happy International Happiness Day mm-hmm. uh, that we celebrate on the first day of spring. It is springtime. It's it spring. It is springtime. Winter's over. Yep. Uh, after we uh, come back from the break, yep. it'll be Rupert Murdoch. He's getting married. Rupert Murdoch. Uh-huh. Uh, We're going to hear more about that. No I, spring chicken, that man. Uh, wealthy man. Sure. Successful man. Mm-hmm, How old is he? 92. Okay. And an, and soon to be a newlywed. All investing involves risk, so invest wisely. The average 401k plan is down 20% from a year ago with inflation, interest rate hikes, market volatility, and a looming recession. Hope is no way to build a road to retirement. But what if you had one of the nation's leading financial firms behind your retirement? One who knew the ins and outs of retirement income strategies, how to leverage them, and how to help you preserve and grow the capital you've worked hard for, all while minimizing tax liabilities and boosting your retirement income up to 33%. It all starts with our free book, Guarantee Your Retirement. Nearly 15 million people have contacted us about our retirement strategies and for this free book with our step-by-step method for boosting retirement income up to 33%. For your free copy, call now. Call 800-804-3595. That's 800-804-3595. 800-804-3595. Spring is in the air. Spring is everywhere. Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Spring House. And spring is a great time of year on both our farm and our store. It kicks off with farm tours, and we just love sharing our farm with all those precious young folks. Graduation party season and wedding and shower season start up now too so my sister jill and her catering crew are on the road in our red springhouse vans almost every day delivering homemade country cooking to families all over the tri-county area my brother sam and his farm guys are busy this time of year planting corn and pumpkins and hay along with getting the cows milked and fed two times a day too the springhouse store crew loves serving all the families that come to visit to enjoy our homemade lunches and suppers, to take a zing down our hillside slide, and to top off their experience with a Springhouse ice cream concoction, like a strawberry ice cream shortcake. Come see us and let us share a little of our farm with you at the Springhouse. 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. Rayma Christian School is enrolling now. Rayma is a private school in Moon Township serving children in preschool through 8th grade. Recognized for its commitment to a biblically integrated curriculum that nurtures a Christian worldview and academic excellence, Rama aims to develop the whole child, spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, and socially. Rama is a true community of families who desire to raise up the next generation of godly leaders, also offering programs for homeschool families. For tuition and enrollment information, visit RamaChristianSchool.org. Bachman's Roofing and Solar is your local award-winning roofer. Stop waiting. It's time to inspect your roof and protect your home's number one asset. With no interest and no payment financing for 12 months, Bachman's Roofing is your easy choice for roofing, gutters, and solar. Did you know Bachman's Roofing is one of the number one GAF solar integrated roofing installers in the USA? Go with Bachman's. Go with solar and install the roof that pays for itself. Call 412-744-8390 or visit bachmansroofing.com. All right, news today that Rupert Murdoch is um, 
can have another go at marriage. Okay. Four, and this is number four? Uh, five. Okay. Four times married and divorced at 92. He uh, is not letting age or previous marital experience stand in the way of a fresh start. He plans to marry for a fifth time to a woman, uh, Anne Leslie Smith, who's a former model, singer, songwriter, police chaplain. I love how the older men are, they have to, whoever they marry is at least 30 years younger than them and a former model. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, would it be something if Rupert Murdoch at 92 married someone who was 92? Well, that'd be more appropriate than right. marrying, how old is his wife? Uh, 66. Okay. He's just, listen, this is a wild thing. Uh, and uh, I forgot about this. Just fresh off his divorce from Jerry Hall. Who I per, forgot he was married to Jerry Hall. Who, of course, uh, she's the mother of four. No, wait. Wait, so she's getting alimony from Mick Jagger and Rupert Murdoch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's the mother of four of Mick Jagger's kids. Is she really? Jerry Hall is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he broke the engagement, or he, uh, he broke the news of his engagement. <laughs> he broke the engagement. That's different than breaking the news of it. I mean, Rupert Murdoch is, the, what we're reading here, the 71st, uh, 71 no. richest man in the world. And the 31st richest person in America. Of course, he owns famously Fox News, yeah. the News Corps. He owns hundreds of local, national, and international publishing outlets around the world. Uh, Australia, the UK. He owns the Wall Street Journal, the New York Post. He owns Harper Collins, oh the publishing. Uh, Fox News, Sky News, Australia. Up until two years ago, he owned the film studio, 21st Century Fox. Uh, his ath- assets are uh, $21.7 billion as Isn't of it last 20th month. Isn't 20th Century Fox? Uh, well, it's, it's new. It's, now it's entered into the new century. I didn't know they yeah, renamed their they company. Have, yeah, twenty first century. Fox. Do they still have a lion? Uh, that's not. 20, that's not that. That's not that. Oh, is that MGM? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Twenty first century Fox is the is the searchlights, the drums. Oh. Bum, 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 bum. Bum. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Okay. Yeah. Twenty first century Fox. Yeah. I mean that's cool. Hey, look. I mean, I, you got to admire Rupert Murdoch. I mean, ninety-two oh, still yeah. obviously has all his faculties. Yeah, he's still and the the big thing about Rupert Murdoch is all these years they're they're thinking, who is he passing the torch to? Well, now we know he's well, passing it to a sixty-six-year-old wife. I don't think. Not, I mean, you know, the oh, he's passing model. the torch as far as the business goes. Right, and all isn't his that's children, why they made Succession, the t- the TV show? Uh, it's funny you bring that up. Yes, that is that's the model that is based upon, right? But there's always there's no clear-cut person yet. That's the family and the sons are still splintered in that. Can you imagine if his if he is ninety two, his children have to be in their sixties right. easily. Did you watch Succession? No, Lexi. Did you watch it? No. Okay. Would you like to us to watch it? Uh, well, no. I only watched two episodes and then I stopped because too I anxious. Hated everybody. It's a soap opera. Everybody was horrible. Mm. Well, I'm horrible. not saying that about and Rupert I thought, Murdoch. And listen, that won the best TV show Did it. on earth for five or six years in a row or something. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's great, but I I, I don't want to watch a TV show where I just dislike no, every it's character. Too anxious, too anxious. Mad you Men guys, was like that. I didn't like show. any. That's I didn't, a great show. Yeah, but I didn't. Did you like anybody in Mad Men? Uh, well, like a good show. Like you did it. You saw them. If you see these like like Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul, yeah. you can assume like sort of like the God image of seeing people at their absolute best and their worst right. and love them because of it and okay. hurt because of it okay. as well. I so, think so. So you did end up loving somebody? I did. Man, yeah, did yeah. You? I loved Don Draper. Did you? Yes. How could you not love Don Draper? Very complicated I person. I We're all com- stand him. Yeah, it's very complicated. 
Anyway, congratulations to Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. 92. Go for it. And his youthful bride. What the heck, man? Hope they have many years of happiness together. Hey, uh, happy first day of spring. I hope you get up and enjoy it. The the sunshine. sunshine. Little exercise. Better days ahead for us all. Have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow, God willing. Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.